What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your boy. I am your host, Dino Red, and I have with me, as always, my rider dies, Miss Dijon Monique. What's up, world? It's your girl. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lily. I'm back. You can Google that. Hey. <laughs> Welcome <Yes>. back. <laughs> Looking fresh and new and not uh, <laughs> like you had an allergy. Oh, my God. That was terrible. I know. That was just awful. Sometimes I wake up and my eyes are like that. Now you make me think I got an allergy to something. Here's the thing. I didn't know where it came from. Like there was no, seemed to be no trigger. I was just fine. I was at rehearsal. Actually, I was at the puppet shop for my show. And all of a sudden I was just like, man, I'm itchy. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not, I'm really itchy. And then I started, my breathing was a little funky. And I'm like, I think I need to sit down. And they're like, can we bring you some water? I'm like, yeah. And they brought me some water. And I tried to sip the water and it wouldn't go down. It got stuck in my throat. And I'm like, wow. okay, this is serious. So someone gave me a Benadryl and yeah. I just sort of sort of rested and I tried to do what I could. And then I was like, I need to go home. And then my mom's like, you need to go to the urgent care. And I was like, well, I'll just let me just let me let the Benadryl. I'm, I can breathe. I'm good. And then Jason came over after work and then Jason stayed with me just to make sure I could still breathe. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't stop breathing or anything like that. And I made it. But man. Yeah, that's tough. Y'all can tell from the photos because I had the beard and stuff like that. But my whole jaw was all swollen. Now, I was, can tell I was from the picture up. that it was bad. Yeah, it looked- I had hives all over. Wow. Well, there goes my theory. I, apparently, Dee Dee and Pip are not the same person. Right? Because <laughs> they are both here at the same time oh, in the same I space. So. Dang it. I missed my opportunity. Don't get used to it. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. So what's, what's been going on with you, man? We know you're working on the show and everything. And- yeah, I heard you talking about it. I heard you talking about everything last week. Um, yeah, so I'm in this show now called For the Love of the Glove. You guys talked about it in the show last week about Michael Jackson. It's really actually more about this al- these aliens that come to Earth. Right. And they meet the Jackson family, and they are responsible for Jackson's, for the Jackson's talent. Success. Yes. Okay. So uh, one particular glove that belongs to Michael, his name is Thrilla, and uh, they form a very strong bond. This show is like a cross between Little Shop of Horrors and Book of Mormon. Okay. It's outrageous and crazy. It's not for kids. 
Right. Even with puppets, it is not for kids. It is quite adult. Um, and it kind of blames it in this show. The one of the things I like about it, Michael Jackson's character is really sweet. He's really innocent. It's the glove. Right. That's, that's evil. Just, that's evil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. I've never, I, I'm, I'm loving this. I've never seen the Book of Mormon, but it's on my list. I think I would enjoy it. You would love it. I think so. You would love it. It's irreverent. It's unpolitically correct. Yeah. Sounds like everything I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it also is a good satire on religion. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is as well. I mean, this one, this, this particular musical that I'm in takes kind of on Mormonism and Catholicism and, uh, Jehovah Witnesses. Okay. Cause they all got kind of crazy cuckoo yeah. beliefs yeah. that. And- Michael Jackson's family were Jehovah's Witnesses. The very devout. Mm-hmm. Very actually, devout. I, I, actually, I think all religions have crazy cuckoo beliefs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> One of our producers actually used to be a, the road manager for the Jackson 5 and the Jacksons. Mm. So he got he, stories. he's got stories. And he'll tell us, like, like oh, that's not quite accurate. That's kind of fun for a play, but that's not accurate. Or, mm-hmm. or, But he also would say, like, you know, when we rehearse and things like, well, they always stood this way. It was always Tito and Marlon on the left, <laughs> Michael in the middle. <laughs> And Jermaine and uh, and Jackie on the right. The other two on the right. Okay. It says, for the love of a glove, an, un- an unauthorized musical fable about Michael Jackson's life as told by his glove. Mm. We've got the trigger and there is no warning. So everybody make sure you guys go see it. Written and directed by Julian Nitzberg. Nice guy. Wonderful. Starring our friend Pip, our brother. I'm one of the aliens. I'm on the aliens and I'm Michael Jackson's doctor. Oh, so he's not Tito or Jermaine. No, because they ain't got that was remember that was your guess. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. Last oh. week you guessed he was one of the Jackson brothers. Oh. No, I'm glad no, I'm not one of the Jackson not brothers. Actually, the Jackson brothers <laughs> have these full body puppets that they have to operate. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, the, like a puppet on them. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. They are. They are the Jackson's and they have to sing and dance with these puppets on. Wow. And uh, Tito don't say nothing. He's Tito. <laughs> you don't got no lines. <laughs> ain't got no lines. No lines. That's hilarious. <laughs> Jermaine's a pretty good part. Jermaine, good, but that, the guy playing Jermaine, he's re, he's really his name is Tracy. He's doing a really great job. He also plays Bubbles the Chimp. Oh, that's all right, Tito. I like your tacos and your vodka. <laughs> that's right. That's just about it. But everybody, get your tickets for for the love of a glove dot com. I know I'm going to be going to get mine. Are they on sale already? Tickets are on sale. The open night's already sold out. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I got to be cracking then. Right. I'm like, well. So. I thought it was. I didn't think it was on sale yet. I guess we're going to have to go to the closing night, Dino. I don't know. I, you would think somebody would, like, reserve us some first night tickets or you something. Think, I, don't know but, why. I was like, I don't know why. You think too hard. <laughs> <laughs> we got these nice cards that tells us exactly where to get the tickets. Yeah, so, but you, when you got somebody yeah. in the production, you expect a little special something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's why I don't invite y'all to my thinking. shit. <laughs> Shoot, like, man. Like, that, that theater is small. They got, no, y'all got to pay. I need my pay check. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not talking about a paycheck. I didn't say anything about free passes. I was just talking about like maybe. I don't even know how to reserve tickets. I haven't gone to the website. <laughs> Let me go to the website, see what it looks like. I mean, you would think they would give pe- the people, the cast, the chance to be like, okay, you know, how many people you want to get tickets for and then give us a chance to go ahead and get our tickets. It's a real you small know, theater. But, uh, it's a real small theater. It really is. So, and I, uh, Yeah. But you, you just get treated like any nigga off the street. I see how it is. <laughs> Kind of. I'm, just, I'm still learning my songs and my lines and my choreography. I know, that's what we said. Like, opening night is coming so fast. It you guys are still is. in rehearsals. Mm-hmm. How is that? What is that like? Intense. Intense. Didi, why you are dressed up? 
I'm dressed up? I mean, for here. Oh, yeah, to I, usual. I guess I am. Yeah, a little I guess bit. I am. I'm going to go see my auntie today. It's oh. her birthday coming up in uh, two days. And you guys have like a little family thing? Or no, I'm just, just going to go by there and drop her off a gift. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'll probably smoke with her, have a glass of wine or something. <laughs> get out. <laughs> I get my nails that sounded so like a such. I was about to say so like like a nice Christian thing, and then you was like about to go smoke with her, have a drink. Hard <laughs> <laughs> left. Go visit the sick and the shut in and the, the elderly. <laughs> I'm gonna go dumb. And, and smoke with them. Right. <laughs> I'm going to a birthday party today, but we're not going. Uh, he's 17. We're not going to do that. <laughs> oh. It's actually Michael Shepard's son. Oh, so y'all can go like in the back. Yeah. The grown ups have the side party. <laughs> grown ups always have the side party at the kids' party. Always. That's because most kids' parties, there'd be too many grown-ups there. There's more grown-ups than kids. Well, I guess grown-ups got to come with their kids, so they need something to do. Yeah, you're not leaving your kid at my house. Hell no, you're not. <laughs> what the hell you think this is, baby-free day? I don't know. I've always, we've always gone out of our way to make sure that Diane's parties didn't turn out like that, like a bunch of grown-up people and just, just a handful of kids or whatever, but it to be really... So what do you do, poor. just sit in the parents' home? No, we... Well, first of all, we in... First of all, which my family gets very pissed off about, we invite people who have kids her age. We don't just invite, like, everybody and the right. whole family and stuff. We just invite, like, people who actually have kids her age. Right. But even so, still, even if, you, even if you invite five kids her age, it's going to be, like, five adults there, least, too. Right. And that's, that's the okay ratio. What I'm talking about is when there's a party and there's, like, 20 adults and five kids. That's what I'm talking about. Because all the aunts party. and uncles and right, exactly. And mm, I, that's what I, I don't like that. I don't like that. It's like oh, not no. for you know. It's yeah. I don't. I, I want it to be. If it's a kids' party, I want it to be more. You know, at least as you know, a one to one ratio, mm-hmm. or you know, somewhere close to that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm been to, and it's usually the family, a ton of family, grown family with no kids or no kids that age, grown kids, whatever. And it's just a handful of little kids, and it's like uh, you feeding all these grown ass people. I don't know ain't my bringing presents and <laughs> my generation. We got <laughs> we got kids. <laughs> we got kids, so it's gonna be twenty kids, twenty adults, they new boyfriends, <laughs> the ex, the baby daddy there. So it's a lot of folk. The yeah. grandma there, the aunties there. It's a lot of folk, yeah. and then a lot of kids too. Yeah. Then a lot of kids and babies, babies right. that can barely walk. They out there, they get in the jumper. Yeah, see, I ain't trying to have a bunch of raggedy family members tagging along, not you bringing smart. gifts, you eating smart. up all the food and drinking up all the no. drink, and then even bring a gift. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. Later Maybe for all this that. is a seated. Miss uh, me for that. This is a seated dinner party. <laughs> we can only have five. The adults must stand behind the children in the chairs. But before we get <laughs> off of plays and musicals, real quick. I just, uh, we finally got tickets to Hamilton. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, for next year. My wife has been wanting to go ever since, you know, it burst on the scene. But we're not rich, so we didn't go to the first go around. Hello. Because <laughs> I'm not paying that kind of money for, you know, I still paid like 250 Damn, where y'all sitting? On the stage? No, that's just, re- that's like regular. Fuck. Yeah, that's regular. Where you got, where the $40 tickets uh, so- at? I don't think they are any. Yeah. Ain't no forty dollars. No and this is like five years later. <laughs> that was my next point. That's what I'm saying. This I ain't no new shit. And my wife was all disappointed we didn't go to the first. I'm like, who you think you married to? My name don't end in Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's here's a bonus. Here's a bonus. Pip broke out hack for you, Dijon. Okay. Uh, uh, when shows are running, like big shows like that, 
most theaters, including the Pantages and stuff, when Hamilton comes to town, they did the last time. They have a, a lottery. Oh. It's usually the day of or the day before where you can get discounted tickets. You can get tickets as low as $25. What? Where? I got to go, go there? You have to go there. Oh. There's also a thing called Lucky Ticket online, and lots of shows end up, and I think Hamilton did this last time too, and you can sign up uh, the day before, and okay. they let you know the day before, and you have to buy the tickets right then and there, but they only they only $25. Okay. All right. Well, see, there we go. Yeah, theater is not, yes. it's not cheap. Even like little, you know, small productions. We mm-hmm. went to a production... Um, was it for, actually we went to two plays this year. We went to one for Valentine's day that was right there in that little theater on, uh, the, 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 that the church has, that the church owns over there on Crenshaw. I was going to say Crenshaw. Uh-huh. Near, near Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That the theater. Big one? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. was it West Angeles? I think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. West Angeles owns a little theater over there. And across the street, the new, on the newer side. And they, right. They, they have a little theater over there and that's also where Danya when Danya used to go to school over here in the hood, she her school would put on their productions in there. Oh, that's, that's nice. Cool. So yeah. Anyway, we had a, a we, we went to something there, and it was you know you know that theater is not fancy at all. It's kind of you know never been just yeah. seen the outside. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it, it needs some work. It needs some work. <laughs> that's where they always have the Christian comedy. We, uh, the Christian stand-up comedy. I guess this wasn't yeah. this wasn't a Christian thing per se, but but I always see them on that my little tiny marquee they have out there. They Christian. do, yeah, they Christian do. Comedy. Usually. Where's the building fund? So we went to that thing, and that wasn't cheap. And then and then also later on that year, that same year, we went to another production that a friend of ours was in, and uh, it was a, a bigger production. This one was at a, a nicer a nice theater. And it costed a, l- a little bit of money too, and it was like this one night only thing with you know really, um, uh, no like some C names. No, 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 I don't even know if they were C names. Oh damn! Those <laughs> usually be the there best was one. Ones. There was one. There was two people in it that I knew. One because I knew her, she's a personal friend, <laughs> <laughs> and the other person is a comedian that uh, that's been. You know, a local comedian that's been around for years, and I met her when she was first getting started. When uh, I gave, I, I hired her when I was like president of the Black Student Union, and we had a function uh, at the college, mm. and she came up there and she, you know, performed for us or whatever for the Black Black Student Alliance, and so I knew her because of that, you know. And I, it was, I wanted to get to, uh, I wanted to talk to her afterwards, but I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see her to see if she remembered me and just, you know, see what right. she was doing and all that stuff. And it was good to see that she was still doing her comedy thing and all that all these years later. Okay. Here's but, another, here's another hack for tickets, theater tickets. Today ticks. T- today T I X is an app. Today ticks. T- today ticks always has great deals. Sounds it is what it sounds like. Like you going today, yeah, and you can get the ticket. Yeah, yeah, it's wow. great, great deals though. Yeah. I mean, X on 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 big shows. Right, all the big ones, Wicked and and oh, that's pretty cool. Cats and all the stuff that come the big ones, you can always find and local stuff as well. Yeah, and you can find like ten dollar tickets sometimes, or sometimes free. Okay. Oh yes, free. Wow, that that pierced right through. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, you stop scrolling. You what? have to think. There's, there's there are some shows that are out there that are whatever place they're in. Maybe they need to fill the house for like their. Maybe it's a road show that's brand new, and they need to make sure that like they're they testing it out, or or it's a show like I've done shows at smaller theaters, and they just need a test audience, like a dress rehearsal audience, and you might get a free ticket to that, or it might be a press night, and they want to make sure it's 
full that night. Mm-hmm. They give away tickets. Right. Okay. Cool. I'm here for that. So it's the holiday season, and we have we, we, we have a, like uh, we have a little we got stuff going on, mm-hmm. you know, which is pretty cool because we usually homebodies, you know, we be at home with Danya just chilling. But uh, no, we got we and we had our first uh, little holiday party uh, yesterday, last mm-hmm. night actually. So a friend of mine uh, invited us to an ugly sweater party. Oh. So, yeah, exactly. I was like, do you have to have ugly sweaters? She was like, no, you don't have to have one, and you can make one if you want. I That's was the like, best ones. Oh, okay. Those are the ugliest. Okay. I'm just not into trying to make myself look ugly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just, just like, that's not a good sport for me. Thank you. I, you know what? I did it. We had an ugly sweater contest at work, and right. my, and I actually was, I ran it, so I had to have an ugly sweater. <laughs> and I bought one, and then I didn't get, I didn't even place. <laughs> I'm like, I've been a homemade like, sweater place? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, and homemade, I don't know if she, hers was homemade or not, but it was pretty ugly. The one that won, she deserved to win. But I was like, I could have got like second or third. <laughs> Yeah, I, I appreciate the humor in it and whatever, but it, it's know. just it's just not it's not me. It's not not my That's, thing. I'm, I, with I'm you. not into trying to make myself look ugly. And I don't think it's about making yourself look to, ugly. It's just well, that's not what the. I mean, it's it's a joke. Yeah, yeah, I get it, but that is what you're doing. Oh, you're I making guess. yourself look ugly. <laughs> I just like to be creative, so I'd like to see like the shirts with the Christmas lights on them and the ornaments. There was a lot of Christmas lights. Mm. It was more Christmas lights on sweaters than it was on the tree. <laughs> you know what else? You know what other tradition? I'm like, I'm not for What's the that? white white elephant at gift exchange. They have both of those. They oh, had the and I, we had that at work too. Wait, what wait, is that? That's so funny. Wait, okay, we'll, we'll tell you in a second. We it was a white sweater. I did. I mean, not an ugly, ugly sweater. sweater. We didn't participate in that. And then when the white elephant part of the thing came, now mm-hmm. I, I brought a gift card to participate. Put it in, you know, put it in. And once they got started, I left. Just because. <laughs> 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 Not gonna have that. Wow. So I don't. I don't like. I don't really like those either. But more than that, it was just that it was just so many people, and it was so loud, and it was mm-hmm. so much rigmarole that it was just like it was. You know how I am about. The loud noise and all that kind of stuff. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with that. It was. I, I'm similar. Too much. Similar. Yeah, it was too much. So I had to. I was like, it's time to bow out. So okay, yeah. explain to her where a white elephant. So white elephant is everybody brings a gift and then you take turns and and you can pick a gift. You open the gift and show everybody what the gift is. Then the next person goes up and picks a gift, or they can steal your gift. gift. Oh, oh! Yeah. Your gift can only be stolen twice, right. and the second time it's stolen, that person gets to keep it. You can't take it from them. Um, but that person has to stick with that gift too. You know, they're done. Um, yeah. but like, cause if your gift is taken, then obviously you get to choose again. Right. Right. Um, but right that's then, what it is. Okay. Right but then that, and there at the end. No, right then and there. So you could go up there and pick up and like, oh my gosh, it's an Xbox. Uh huh. And then somebody else comes up and like, I want the Xbox. Yeah. Right. And they'll right. take it right out your hand. Right. And then right. you go up there again and you get a, a potty putter. Right. And you sit on the toilet and have to shoot, uh, Golf balls into a pot. Oh my God. <laughs> something, you know. <laughs> that's, that's what you're stuck with, or Connect Four or something, you know. You yeah. Like, say, your Xbox. Yeah, that's a real thing. There's usually, uh, there's usually a price range, like a, a, usually a cap in the ceiling. I mean, uh, not a cap in the ceiling, but a floor in a ceiling. Uh-huh. But th- they just had a floor at this one. It was like a $10 minimum. So, but yeah. Go crazy. I kind of felt like, man, I should have kept my Starbucks gift card since I didn't play. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Three drinks, <laughs> at least. I'm not for it. I'm not for that game. And this other woman so. at work, she's like, why didn't you participate? I was like, because I don't want, you see that shit that's in your hand? I don't want that. Right. 
<laughs> and if I that. get something and somebody take it, I'm gonna be ready to fight. <laughs> and then if you get something Christmas raggedy, spirit. nobody's gonna take it, and you stuck with it. Oh, I don't think about that other side. Yeah, you stuck with it. You stuck with a raggedy gift. If nobody, you know, if obviously nobody's gonna take it if it's raggedy. And for some people, the fun of it is bringing a raggedy gift. Right. They. Yeah. That's their fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I bought so. him a plastic piece of poop. <laughs> he got stuck with that. <laughs> And it plays Jingle Bells. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I can't with these yeah. all these Christmas. First of all, nobody invited me to no Christmas nothing. So, uh, <laughs> hello. But second of all, I ain't, I don't know. I like the ugly sweater. I'm here for the ugly sweater. Okay. I like, what's the one when you pull the name out the hat and everybody brings that? Secret Christmas. Santa. I like Secret Santa. I don't know about, I'm not here for White Elephant. That's out. <laughs> it's fine. If, it I ain't putting on the, in no zip. I ain't putting in on, a gift card. I ain't taking one out. I'm just not in. Like a lot of things, it depends on the people who play. If everybody who plays is into like bringing a decent gift, then it's 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 you know it's like a no lose situation. But if you got people mixed in like what Pip said, you know what I mean, then it turns into like oh I got stuck with a crappy gift. Yeah. But I mean, what but I'm then with this elf on the shelf? but then if the floor if the floor is 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 relatively low. Then it's not as big a deal because you didn't have to invest that much, and it's not like not a big deal. It's not like you're really going there expecting to get something off your Christmas wish list anyway. You know. Well, well I sp- actually, the best white elephant gift exchange I ever went to was one that my buddy. I'm sure he still throws it. I just haven't been invited, but uh, it was <laughs> always after Christmas, and you brought in the Christmas gift that you, you didn't, didn't like. want. Oh. oh, interesting. Shady, I like it. So that was fun. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Regifting. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Making a game out of regifting. Yeah, it's a shady game. I'm into that. <laughs> so it came up at the party that I gave Danya the sex talk. Mm. Wifey was <laughs> wifey's mad. She's not happy. She's still mad. Still mad. She's. I don't know about still mad. She got mad when she found out. She's mad. So, but I don't care. I mean, I care, but I don't care because, like, I feel like. I'm proud of me. I think I did a good job. I think you did. Too. I like the way I did it. I like the approach that I took. She doesn't like my approach. You know, she felt like it was uh, vulgar and raunchy and this and that. Well, so I'm like, well, well, wasn't whatever. she there? No, she wasn't there. Did she they know you was going to do it? No, she did not know. No, she had over a year. I gave her way over a year to get it together. And then after the fact, she starts pulling up all these articles and different things of how, what she was preparing. I'm like, miss me with that. I ain't trying to hear all that. I don't know, Dino. I didn't know the deets. Well, you know that over a year ago, we sat here and talked about this time to tell her and all this kind of stuff. And she was going to be heading into junior high school and yada, yada, yada. And Right. I get it. I get right. It. But when, and you're she, like, when you're actually going to do it, I mean, that's just something that I would think you would say like hey i'm gonna give this sex talk to Danya, whether she participates or not whether she's prepared or not that's on her but you know i'm sure she might have wanted to be a part of that experience i know she did want to be a part of it but she did not want to be a part of it soon enough Mm -hmm. i wasn't trying to wait for my daughter to have a bad experience before she gets the sex talk you know what i'm saying she's already in sixth grade and then there's already stuff that uh, she's trying to have her do that doesn't like, for example, uh, they had a, 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 what do you call it? The sixth graders had like a class trip mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. where they go away 
to some place in the mountains, and it's like a week long. Oh wow! And she's talking, and it's you know it's it's boys and girls and all this kind of stuff. Okay. And I wasn't ready for that, mm. especially since I'm like I'm like you trying to, and she wanted her to go. I'm like you want her to go on a trip with males and females, men and women, boys and girls, and she ain't even had the sex talk. She's like, oh yeah. So I'm like, come on, nah. Yeah. Like, let's get this shit straight. Like, it's it's time. Yeah. Well, I definitely feel like it was time, especially she has all these life events coming up, and she's going to need to be more independent on, on her own and know, you know, what to do and how to handle herself. So I definitely feel like time was of the essence. Yeah, not but to, to, mention, not but to, to mention, have her not be a part of it, I don't know. I don't you don't know. have to know. That's what I did. That was my, my yeah, decision. Yeah, I know that's what you did, and that was your decision. I'm that's just right. telling you my, yeah. my opinion. Well, I don't really care because, you know, I already got to go through that with her. If she was on board with something, whatever, she would have been a part of it. She decided she didn't want to be a part of it. She was paranoid about the whole thing. She was given these negative uh, uh, vibes about the whole experience, uh, anything sexual to my child. I didn't like it. I don't like it. She freaks out anytime something on pe- two people in bed, even on regular television, you know, I didn't like it. I didn't like. I don't. I didn't like it at all. I felt I was one hundred percent within my rights. I did what I did. I'm not sorry about it. I would do it all over again, the exact same way. And she wanted to sugarcoat, you know, the everything and talk whitewash it and make it all Christian and stuff. And God, man, I'm like, how are you going to sit here and talk about? You know, I'm being vulgar because I tell her what fuck means or whatever. But yet she hears you say fuck twenty times a day. But when I explain to her what it means or whatever, then all of a sudden I'm vulgar and I'm, you know, I'm, uh, uh, you know, inappropriate and all this kind of stuff. Wow. No, it's just the talk. She needs to know it all. They're not going to be on the street talking about saying vagina and penis and all this stuff. No, she needs to know what everything means mm. and know all the words for it. I agree with you. I think she's mad, actually, because she wasn't there. No, right. she's mad because she wasn't there and she's mad because of I said those those vulgar words as she uses. I uh, well, like I said, even though my opinion it doesn't matter, but you brought this up to the show. But like I said, I don't feel like you were wrong. I feel like time was of the essence. It definitely needed to be said, but I could understand where she felt like that's her daughter and she wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, I understand it too, and also understand why she wasn't, and she should understand that as well. Like, how you gonna be so worried about your daughter being uh uh exposed to like? predators and stuff like that it and she don't even know what a penis is if a man flash her you know what I'm she don't even know what's going on you know what i'm saying how you how you supposed to tell her like to to oh that that's wrong or that that shouldn't happen or that that's molestation or whatever it is when she don't even know what what's what's going on she don't know what it is she ain't heard about it you know what i'm saying she well she i mean she's heard about it in the abstract, but she don't really know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She don't know what it is. She don't know what it means. She don't know nothing. Like, that's, no. Come on. Fuck that. Miss me with that shit. Well, it's done now. It's done. That's right. It is what it is. So, like I said, I'd do it all over again. Wouldn't change a damn thing. Except maybe, only thing I might have changed is done it sooner. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah. You could have taken her to a strip club. (laughs) 
Now, that's one thing I didn't do is I didn't use any audio visual, uh, you know, well, not audio, but I didn't use any <laughs> visual aids. And that, and the reason why is because, of course, I didn't want to show any pornography. I'm glad yeah. you didn't use no audio aids. <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. And then, <laughs> I, I mean, I couldn't find anything. Like, I was trying to find something in the middle. I wanted to find something educational, but not those dumb little drawings that they use or the cartoon type thingies. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I wanted to find something. You know, I couldn't really, on the spur of the moment, I couldn't find anything. I said, well, we'll circle back to that at another point. But for right now, you know, this, this, this you know, we'll just talk about it. Work about, we'll worry about visual aids later on. <laughs> right. <laughs> when I have some time to find some uh, something that's educational. And appropriate. Inappropriate, right, exactly. So that was another, another thing, too. Everything, uh, well, not everything, but a lot of what I showed up was uh, was uh, disease-ridden. And I was like, I wanted to show it to her in a natural state, mm. like, first and mm-hmm. then say okay this is what std looked like and then mm-hmm. show her that i didn't want like her first impression to be you know a, a, a syphilis penis you know <laughs> but her piece penis you know that, that might turn you off dick for a minute right <laughs> like he's like i'm not trying to scar her <laughs> or turn her off to stuff you know so anyway uh yeah and the first time she sees someone in real life she goes where are the scabs <laughs> you ain't got no scabs <laughs> How that supposed to look? Uh, <laughs> okay, so y'all ready to get in these topics? Let's do it. News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So speaking of ugly sweaters, Walmart had a uh, Christmas sweater incident. They had a a, 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 a basically as a cocaine Santa mm. sweater. That mm-hmm. was on sale. Did you see the photo of that, fo- that sweater? I did. You see it, Dijon? No, I didn't. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious, too. Is cocaine back, back in vogue again? I don't think it ever all the way went out. Because I feel like it's everywhere now. There was a South Park episode this past week about cocaine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, 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 I see what you mean. And Santa. Yeah. It- <laughs> no, I'm not, jo- I'm not joking. No, they had I know. Christmas I know. snow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that was the the joke. There, uh, there was a lot. They had... These sweaters with the, uh, you know these these references to cocaine and snow and this and that and whatever and uh, Walmart somehow it slipped through the cracks and Walmart didn't realize what was they blamed Canada pretty much which is hilarious right. they blamed Canada they said it was a third party seller that came from Canada and somehow they missed it and uh so uh, they they pulled them they pulled them because they said that's not what Walmart's all about <laughs> and this and that but. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Not for kids, but that's something like, now that would have been funny to wear to an ugly sweater contest, I think. Like that or something like that. I agree, except if I wore that to my work, I would have been fired. Yeah, (laughs) maybe not work, but, uh, you know, maybe like at a private party like, you know, my friend had at her house. So I'm with you, though. I think it's, I think, I thought it was funny. I mean, Christmas snow, Santa. Yeah. Mm hmm. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I I think there's worse things and more. Uh, there's worse things that Santa could have been doing. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think they said uh, he had like three. It was like three lines or whatever. He had a straw, right? <laughs> and then they had the words that said Santa really likes to savor the moment when he gets his hands on some quality grade A Colombian snow. Yeah, and they was talking about like the best snow comes from South America, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> stuff like that. You know, but. Uh, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm on the fence about this. I understand people. I understand people being offended. I, but at the I same feel like time, just don't buy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly right. That's what yeah, that's my next point. But that's just something you just you don't, don't buy. To, yeah, you don't have to buy it. Why are you calling a Walmart man? Because they like selling it. Like I think that's a great novelty thing. Like uh, Walmart has mm-hmm. some religious stuff. Yeah, and when I see it, I, I'm not offended that they have it. Right. I just don't buy it. Right. Exactly. Like anything that you don't like, you know, you just don't consume it. You don't buy it. You don't, and just move on. Like, but people are mad that they're selling it. How dare right. you? Yeah. That's. I don't know this world that we live in. It's well, I think weird. people think that that encourages illicit drug use. And I'm like, you know what? People that are doing it, I don't think anybody's going to see a sweater and go like, you know, Santa's doing cocaine. Maybe I should. People act like the world is filled with with uh, Jedis from Star <laughs> Wars that can just go around and whisper into somebody's ear, hey, cocaine. Yeah. Go sniff some cocaine. Go go snort some cocaine. I think I'll go snort some cocaine. Exactly. <laughs> or they'll read it on the on the shirt, you know, or uh, see it on a TV show or in a movie, and they'll just go ahead and do it. Like that's right. how they, they act. Like that's how life works. Right. Like, people are just that influential. Like they could just yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, even watching that South Park thing, I didn't think like you know what, Jason. We need to get a drug dealer on the phone right now. Right. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> we just spent half an hour watching a thing about cocaine. We should just go get some. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's a weird thing. <sighs> Speaking of commercials, Quavo, who's one third of the Migos, popular hip hop group, hip hop trio. You know, there's not many groups out mm-hmm. anymore. They, they kind of went to the way of the dodo. Mm. They're very uh, rare nowadays in uh, in black music. Yeah, that's surprising too because it's like back in the day you just go in your basement or the garage, or whatever, play your instruments and mm-hmm. get good, go start doing some gigs and yeah. work your way up. But now it's, I yeah. guess people just like, well, I can do it electronically and just mm-hmm. do my own solo thing. And it's a trip because at first it was the instruments that kind of disappeared off the music scene mm-hmm. in black music. Mm-hmm. You know, you had all these musicians and bands that, you know, earth, wind and fire and people who actually played stuff. Right. And you went from that to it downgraded to just groups. Right. You know, boy band type things mm-hmm. and, and Boys singing and groups where, yeah, everybody sang and nobody played anything. Right. And then it devolved. Now it's devolved down to just solo artists, so, solo artists. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's also, and that includes hip hop as well. Right. R&B and hip hop. Right, it's all co- collabs, collabs now. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They do a collab, but they're just you know solos or whatever. Yeah, the Migos. I can't think of another group that 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 you know that's not an old school that's already you know right. somebody that like was a new group. But yeah, yeah. That in hip hop or uh, I think the last R and B group, if they're even R and B, they might be pop. Whatever, uh, Fifth Harmony. Uh, they wanted the, the, the and Fifth the, Harmony was put together. They like yeah. X Factor mm-hmm, groups mm-hmm. and the Pussycat Dolls and all those and mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't even know if they all the way count, but yeah, there's it's not Diddy. You haven't said anything in like twenty minutes. Has it been twenty? <laughs> feels like twenty. Oh, <laughs> she's too busy sniffing cocaine. <laughs> yeah, let's just get the sweater on Amazon. <laughs> so. Uh, anyway, back to the back to Quavo. I digress. Uh, in his commercial, so he did a joke on Instagram. 
right? Right. right. With the the Popeyes chicken. The Popeyes chicken. Right. Sandwich. Did you see the? Did you see it? Mm-mm. I know. I heard about it. I saw it. Did you see it, Didi? No. I saw it. It was the idea, the concept was good, but I felt like he should. Okay, what he did was he had some chicken in the back of his car, mm-hmm. and it was like like one little bag of of Popeye's chicken sandwich and he the joke was he was like trying to sell it because you know it was so hard to get right. well I felt like he should have taken that idea a step further and either mimicked either a drug dealer oh that'd be funny or or a, uh, um, like a, a aspiring hip hop artist who's selling, selling their, CDs selling, right out yeah. of the, and he, she, he should have taken it to, to, you know, use one of those parallels. And then he also should have had the whole entire trunk filled with sandwiches instead Which of just one, instead of just one. Right. And he, he, but you didn't even have to use real sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? They could have just been the, the bag stuffed with anything. He needs you as a producer, but just to have the, the one little bag by itself visually didn't play well. And just the, you know his acting wasn't all that great, and just the concept. I just it, it felt it fell short to me. You know, well, he's just like, doing a little hit it quit it joke. Yeah, I, yeah. And he had no idea it was going to blow up into something much bigger. Right, but so, yeah. So in any case, that the joke, uh, the Popeyes people, somebody from Popeyes saw it and they contacted the Migos, whatever. And so now they're actually going to be sponsoring Popeyes chicken. Quavo is. Yeah, well, Quavo. It's not the whole group. I thought Mm-mm. the whole group was. It's a Quavo menu on Uber Eats. Oh, it's okay. not even wow. at Popeyes. You have to go through Uber Eats. Wow. Oh, wow. So okay. So it's uh, so it's Popeyes slash Uber mm-hmm. Eats. That is a uh, okay. They that, bought the car and the Popeyes together. Interesting. Hmm. So uh, yeah, I hear about these other, all these other places are starting to try to push their chicken sandwiches now too. They're trying to be late to the game. I don't, I don't so, know where McDonald's been. McDonald's used to have a, a chicken sandwich that was really good, and then they, they discontinued it. And they right. used to have a chicken biscuit. Mm-hmm. It was really good. They discontinued I'm like, uh, Chick-fil-A is kicking y'all butt. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it seems like a lot of times these fast food places discontinue some of their best stuff for some reason. I, I feel like KFC has discontinued probably at least two or three. No, yeah, at least three things that I really liked. And then the one thing that they brought back it was bullshit. It was nowhere near <laughs> as good as it was originally. What's that? The chicken little. Oh, yeah. Because the 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 chicken little now is is I think what it is is it um it's a it's a chicken tender. Mm-hmm. They took a tender and stuck it on some you know bread or whatever and call it a chicken little one tender. But no, the back in the day that the chicken little was it's actually its own little patty, it's a mm-hmm. square little patty, but it was very flavorful and very good, and it had a little mayonnaise on the little bun or whatever. It was great, man. I used. I could I would go and get just like five chicken littles and that would be a meal for me. It was really good. You are quiet. Chicken littles are good. Those are good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh well Cuba Gooding Jr., his sexual misconduct claims are mounting. Wow. Piling up. There's seven more women for a total of 22 at this point. Man, he just not, cannot keep his hands to himself. Yeah. He seems. That, Allegedly. Start calling him Little Bill. Mm. Well, he's not drugging nobody, though. No, he's not. But his numbers are still getting up there with into the Little Bill territory. But, uh, yeah, there's like a lot. They're saying that they're uh, 
are claims anywhere from, you know, forcibly kissing women to groping and all other type of misconduct. Nothing, nothing. uh, I haven't heard any rape allegations. All of it has been like, you know, more or less inappropriate uh, touching and, Mm -hmm. and kissing and fondling and groping and, you know, that type of thing. And, and, and solic- like uh, soliciting sex acts or whatever, right. telling women to sit on his face and pee in his mouth and right. all over him and things like that. Like two or three different women said that, you know, that uh, he's uh, said that to them. One woman said he said it several times. I uh, Here's my thing on this one. <clears throat> if it was a work situation, I would feel differently. But in real life kind of things, at bars and stuff like that, I think he's just that, that gross dude. And I don't know if it's like, you should be filing claims and stuff like that. However, that woman, I'm glad she came forward. The woman, if it's true, the woman that said to, to him, uh, or uh, allegedly he said to her that like, oh, you're trying to be an actress, aren't you? Well, I do, some, you know, and he maybe threatened her a little bit, her career, like if she wouldn't play along, that's a problem. Right. But other than that, I'm kind of like, well, he's just that gross dude. Just ignore him. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know, you don't want to be your ass slapped and stuff like that, but. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. They said he actually used uh, that, that whole, that. That whole cliche, like I'll ruin you type right. thing. Like you want to be an actress, I'll ruin you. Like, wow. Really, dude? <laughs> wow. Ugh. So yeah, it's not looking good for him. Mm-hmm. Not looking good for him at all. Have you heard about these allegations? Mm-mm. Oh, some of them. Yeah, oh, we yeah, talked about some going, of them on the show. Yeah, I know he was going back and forth to court. Okay, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire become the first black group inducted into the Kennedy Center Honors. That's amazing to me. Amazing that they're the first black group. Yeah, <laughs> after all these after years. all these years. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Like like LL Cool J said, who was the the MC for the night. He said uh, it shows you how far we've come and how far we still have to go. That we're still talking about first, right? So. I mean, there's been plenty of black people that have been inducted. But I just right. believe that that the first group. Yeah. I mean, so many great yeah. black groups beforehand. Right. And they said that too. They said there's been so many, so that that are deserving. Influential. So to temptations. Exactly. Sake. Yeah. But yeah. So, but typically there are, uh, for the most part, individuals who are inducted into to Ken, the Kennedy Center Honors, and the groups or pe- multiple people is a, a you know little bit more rare right but yeah so but yeah as and speaking of ll cool j and first and all that a few years back he was the first uh um hip-hop artist right who was in the, uh received the honors so and then now he's emceeing for earth wind of fire as they you know receive the same so yeah so shout out shout out to uh earth wind of fire i'm for all that. for that well well deserving yeah earth wind and fire is definitely an american institution yes like everybody knows earth wind and fire and everybody loves Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, like, like at least a song. Yeah, true. And their music is ubiquitous. It's in commercials. It's in movies. It's on TV. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Aren't they getting ready to do a, a residency? Are they? I haven't heard about that in Vegas. I feel like I've heard, yeah, that they're doing a residency in Vegas. Hmm. I didn't hear about that. But I did hear in this article, they, they talked about there was some kind of like whispers of them doing like duets, I guess. I guess it's considered a duet because it's one group and another group or artist, or whatever. Because it's you know it's, there's three of them. So, but I guess you know, at, 
Earth, Wind, and Fire is considered like one entity. Mm-hmm. So uh, some kind of projects up and coming, and they they kind of just dropped it out there, but didn't go into it. You know, so that's something to look forward to. If uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire does some new music, mm. that'd be interesting. That would be interesting because uh, ever since what's his name died, right? Grenice. Um, no. no, he's still alive. Maurice. 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 Maurice is the one that passed away, like in 2016, I think. Right. Right. So, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Hooray for them. Hooray, hooray, hooray. So, speaking of first, mm-hmm. California becomes the first state to ban discrimination against natural hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, it's uh, this is a good thing, but this is mm-hmm. funny that again, this is actually has to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's kind of sad. It is kind of sad. Well, you know what's funny? Well, not fu- it's not funny. Actually, it's actually tragic. I've actually had to. I've had disagreements and arguments with people, um, white people too, about when people discriminate against people's hair. Well, they're employees. They should be able to do. That. I'm like, so you telling me that a black woman that wants to wear braids, which is just natural hair and it's and actually she manicured her hair to look nice not sloppy to look very clean that that's wrong well if that's not what they want that that's not the image that they're giving i was like that's only the image that white people have thrown on to black people in braids because just because you have braids doesn't make you a thug or or gangster or right. anything like that i was like that, that matter of fact it means that you taking the time again to manicure yourself and make yourself look neat and clean yeah same thing with locks I just tried to imagine a world where, like, if they say curly hair was not acceptable, like, and I would have to straighten mm-hmm. my hair in order to go to my job every day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's just. Well, they almost have. I, I know. Mean, that's what these well, those old regulations are. Your hair is not acceptable. Right. Well, they have. I know. They have for women and different things, mm-hmm. but not for me personally. Right. So I'm, like, trying to put myself in that. You know what I'm saying? Imagine mm-hmm. if I had to go through that or whatever that is not that's that's it's, you guys yeah. you guys seen uh chris rock's documentary good hair right oh yeah and then tracy tom says not that, that it's it's not amazing that the most radical thing i can do is just let my hair be natural yeah like do nothing it's the most radical thing i can do yeah that's crazy it is crazy it is crazy nope you gotta put that product on gotta put a wig on something so that you can be socially acceptable that's ridiculous yeah, there's some weird. I don't know. Society has some weird thing. They, they I, I've kind of wondered the same thing about beards as well. Um, right now, they're kind of in fashion, so mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of places have kind of relaxed that because of you know the trend. Right, you but, know, you, but you're right. When we first so started working but, and stuff, there were a lot of facial hair regulations and employee handbooks. Yeah, and there still are. I mean, when I worked in the hotels, facial hair was against the rules unless you had to bring like some kind of note from the doctor. You know, that's proved if you had um, what, what's that thing that we, we men get, black men especially, oh, like the, the ingrown hair. Barba, there's, there's a name for that. I can't think it's of it. Barba something folliculitis yeah. something. Right. You had to bring like if you wanted to, you know, have your beard because of that, mm-hmm. you had to bring a note from your doctor, your dermatologist, whatever. Uh yeah. The the facial hair was like, you know, off police officers, uh uniform police officers aren't allowed to have, you know, facial hair right. and things of that nature. A lot of a lot of places are really you know, you don't see any um you don't see any anchors, television anchors no. with, with facial hair. Very rarely do you see Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, and and it's still it's still 
mostly it's it's men of color that you when you do see on television, right? Uh, and it's usually because of that skin issues. Yeah, you know, you see, but you don't see too many white men with uh, with facial hair, you know, unless it's a char- a special character that they're playing, you know, that that requires it. You know, what I'm saying like if he's supposed to be homeless or mm-hmm. something like that. But have you ever been discriminated against because your hair on the job? Um, no, facial hair has never been a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but um, boom. <laughs> what about your your natural hair, though? Um, no, the only thing that I could um, say is that when I change my hairstyles, I I just get ch- treated differently. In what way? Um, in a in a lot of ways. I mean, it's just you know. Can, can you give an example? Hair. hair Makes people feel comfortable, and so it's just it's just unfortunate that it's. I'm happy that California is um, banning the discrimination, but it's just sad that that we even have to go this far. Can you give an example? Like, do you think like people treat you better when you have a weave? Or oh, definitely. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Like what? Like they're nicer. They, you get more discounts. What happens? Um, it's just, um, I guess like the stereotypes that are on black people. Mm-hmm. So when I have my hair and weave or I have a wig on or something like that, then people are just softer. They just rounder when I have my, uh, when I wear my natural hair, it's just, you know, I get watched more when I'm in the store and stuff like that. And it's not, let me, let me be clear about my own statements. It's not just the way white people treat black people with that, because black people are just as guilty yeah. with that oh, yeah, issue, for sure. just as guilty with yeah. that. True. And I kind of can relate to that in, in a certain way. I mean, not, not like, not the hair part of course, because, but the, I noticed that when I put on a suit mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, I'm wearing my versus my regular clothes that I'm treated differently when I just navigate the world, just going about my day. Or whatever it's like, it's not as different when I now that I'm you know old middle mm-hmm. aged. When I was younger, it was a huge difference. But I can see that that makes huge sense difference. about status, though. I think when we see that as far as status and dress and stuff like that, that makes more sense to me. When you talk about status and hair, basically what you're saying to people of color is that your well, your hair is low status. <laughs> your hair says poor. Your hair says unkept. Your hair says trashy. Your hair says unprofessional. Right. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm not like saying it's the exact same thing, but yeah, it's it's definitely worse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because, uh, it's, it's straight out. I wouldn't say what I, what I experience is discrimination. Mm -hmm. I'm just making a a comment on observation, just, you know, society, the way we, you know, just are, because I know it's not even a conscious thing. You know what I mean? It's a, a subconscious right. thing. My experience, what I'm talking about. And even, and even with the hair thing, I think it's probably subconscious on a lot of levels for a lot of people, too. It absolutely is. But, uh, yeah, it's... It's it's it's, um, it's systemic. Yeah, definitely. It's systemic. Yeah. It and is. it's not... And it also... Uh, we've talked about this many, many times, and you've done even special shows about light skin, black, dark skin, that kind yes. of stuff. And that that's pervasive in other cultures as well. You find that in Latin cultures, light skin, dark skin... And things like that, and hair texture and stuff like that. That that that's not just an American thing, actually. But dealing with it here is it's become a real issue. I remember, I remember the conversation I was saying that I had an argument with my friend was about the military. Okay, and he was saying that 
that it, yeah, the military can require black women to wear a wig or get a, a, a perm. And I'm like, that's some bullshit. You fighting yeah. for your country. You ain't got time to get no perm. Right. right. And what does it a lot of maintenance. Like, what does it matter? Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's been times, there's been times when I, um, I was, when I went to one of my clients house and when I had my hair done or I have my weave in and I needed to get into the gate and you know, one of the neighbors would open the gate and let me in. But it's been times when I didn't have my, when I just had my natural or I just had some a twist out or something. And the neighbor, I would be like, hey, can someone let me in? And they would just be, look at me and go the other way. <laughs> I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm the same person I was here <laughs> two weeks ago. John, but, I know you. But maybe they didn't recognize you. I had yeah, a girlfriend in college I, who would do, do her own weave. True. And and uh, people did recognize her, but they would say things like, man, your hair grow fast. Yeah. <laughs> they just so know. different. My face is the same. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a hairstyle can change your look. It, it, oh, I, definitely. Yeah, it, it, I think it does. I definitely. Think, and that's not. That's I think everybody. Yeah, everybody's. You know, hair makes them look different. Different styles, different whatever. So, but yeah. So anyway, yay and and. and Basically, overall, yay, California. <laughs> Thank you, California. Good work. Right? About time. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we got some uh, little TV news. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Part 3 gets a January premiere date. Mm. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Mm. Thank, thank hell <laughs> for this. Did you, you, you did watch all of that, right, Pip? You I always, watched all of season one. I never made it through all of season two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I will catch up. I'm I sure. like Sabrina. Yeah, me too. Me too. I like it. Did, did you, you have uh, Netflix now. Did you ever get into it? Yeah, I've had Netflix for a while, but I haven't had a chance to, to, to check get out. to Sabrina. I'm just so much. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. Yeah, Netflix has a lot. There's a lot. And now I got my Fire Stick, so it's just mm. right. So what what are you what do you uh, what are you uh, digging on right now? Uh, I'm going through American Horror Story right now. Okay, which, which season? season? <laughs> I'm on Roanoke. Okay, which which number is that? You it's know, five, three, five, three. three. How many are there five. now? Like nine. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It's, a lot. Uh, wow. I remember when that show first started. And now I'm waiting for snowfall to come back. I'm itching, <laughs> fiending, fiending, fiending. Right. I've been all about. I've been watching more Hulu lately because I've been trying to catch up on some of my broadcast TV that I miss. Right. It's a new animated series that I love on Fox called Bless the Hearts. Oh, you, know, no. you heard of this one? I have. Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, Ike Barinholtz. Oh my, it's hilarious. About this white Maya. trash family in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they love each other. They're just white trash. <laughs> and they're poor and they're struggling. And But it's, I thought it was funny. Maya Rudolph is, kills it. Yeah, I, was gonna say, I okay. love me some Maya. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out. Bless the Hearts. Bless Fox. the Hearts. Okay. And I, was, I, I saw it come up on Hulu, and I thought it was a Hulu original show, and I saw it was Fox. And I saw all the many weeks. I actually binged it uh, yesterday because I was like, I just sat down and watched the entire. Uh, the entire season up till now, so I'm caught up to Christmas. <laughs> well, there's a uh, there's a show that I, we've mentioned in passing way way back, probably like a year or so ago, from the creator of 
Game of Thrones, George R. R. Martin. Uh, it's called Night Flyers. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's another book that he had written, and somebody took it and turned it into a show. So, to just to let you guys know, I don't remember what it originally aired on, but it was something that was it wasn't like broadcast television. I think maybe it was cable or something, mm-hmm. pay TV or something. Anyway, so it's on Netflix now. So if you were interested in watching that show and you didn't have access to it, it's now on Netflix. And Netflix hasn't made like much, you know, to do about it. So just to let you guys know that that's there. I can't personally speak on it. I haven't started watching it yet. I just have it in my queue to check out. So I don't know how how good it is. From what I hear from reliable sources, mm-hmm. it's decent. It's not uh, it's not Game of Thrones. Uh, it's good. And it's it's supposed to be uh, like a horror space show, but I hear it's not really scary. That's what I hear. So from nephew Deuce, who's like you know, like I said, a, re- a lot reliable source. But other than that, I don't I don't really know much. But I hear it's it's worth checking out. So well, the other show I've been watching with Jason, we watch it together, is Making It. You guys know this show on NBC? Making it, making making, it sounds familiar. Making it is like a cross between the Great British Bake Off and like Project Runway. It is a crafting challenge show. And I know that sounds like lame. It does. But I have, I'm to, like, tell I'm you, out. I have <laughs> to tell you, these people are so fucking creative. Wow. Yeah. And they come up with, like, the last episode I just watched, the, they, they do a, a, a quick, like a quick challenge. They call it the Smarter, Smarter Build or whatever they call it. And, and uh, this was, they had to build a, they had to make a piggy bank that showed their dreams, hopes, and ambitions. And so they have to think outside the box. Outside the box, they're just not making a pigs. Like somebody made a house that had like that you can look through the windows at a fireplace inside and paneling and things like that. And it had to be a functioning bank. And then their bigger challenge on top of that, you know, they had to like to create a children's bedroom. And that either for themselves as a child or for a child that's special to them. And so they, they go straight out, all out, you know, and they use, I guess non-traditional materials and stuff like that, like paper and uh, plywood or build like robots and or whatever. But and, and it's like, it's, it's not just like people doing decoupage for an hour and it's hosted by Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman mm. from Parks and Rec. It's, it's actually, I'm, I'm just, just watching that episode. It's actually a really good show. <laughs> if you like, if you like project runway or you like greatest, great British bake off, you would like this show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's very, very creative. Interesting. Very, very creative. Doesn't sound like it's for me, but it sounds interesting. I might check out an episode. I'm always, I'm just always amazed that these people can come up with all these. Like, this is one woman. She is a specialist with balloons. She can make anything with balloons. Anything. Wow. And you think like that doesn't go. That can't work. <laughs> but she makes it work. And it's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Making it. NBC. Making it, NBC. <laughs> I think it's one of the, this is the second season. I think it's one of the things they just do at the holidays. Yeah. Well, you you so busy nowadays, Pip. I'm surprised you got time to watch anything. Uh, Jason and I. That's that's how we spend our time. <laughs> Me trying not to fall asleep in the bed watching these shows. Right. So yeah, I that's it. And that's only I usually I only see him like once a week now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Aww. So. Yeah, well, it's temporary though, right? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I might get used to it. Oh, no. uh, uh. <laughs> well, so while we're at it, do you have an announcement you want to make? Or Oh, absolutely not. 
No, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean about the about the the leave. Oh yeah, uh, I'll be taking off from the show for the next uh, month. Oh wow! Uh, just while I'm in rehearsal, I need to. I just I'm working day and night these days, seven days a week. Yeah. I am hustling, and I know you guys. That's not new to Pip, but I'm also a little bit older. And I just don't have the time in the day. And yeah. Right now, I'm getting. I usually get to work between seven thirty and eight a.m. And then I have to be at rehearsal from six to eleven p.m. Right. And that's every day now. That's and a then lot. on the weekends, I rehearsal usually Saturday during the day, maybe or Sunday during the day. Like I have rehearsal after this, uh, after we finish re- recording this podcast. And it, that's just the way it is. And then at some point in time, I actually need time to review the stuff I did in rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I'm doing on my other off times. Like yesterday I was actually off, mm-hmm. but I, that's when I had, I did my laundry and went over my choreography and tried to learn some lines. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's it. That's every day. Now I just don't really, I, 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 I actually need this hour and a half chunk of time that we're doing right now to go over my stuff right. or just to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not getting enough. Mm-hmm. So we get it, man. And I'll we, be back though. We, we will miss you. Uh, we will hold it down for you. And but I, I I'm not happy that you know that, that you're that you'll be away. But I am happy that you have presence of mind to know that you need to take a step back, you know, and try to you know look out for yourself a little bit, and you know try to cut corners where you can, why you can, or whatever to you know get everything yeah. done that you need to be done. And you're not just gonna you know just really grind yourself into the ground. So well, two things happened that changed that, and Jason really opened my eyes for both of them. First one was actually the allergy attack. Okay, that he's like, I think that was just stress. He's like, I think you guys got super stressed out, and I was like, well, this was a severe attack. I haven't had a severe attack like that in years, decades even. Right, and I was like, I think it, I think it was something physical that they just and maybe the stress acerbated or made it worse right um he goes well you got to take care of yourself so and then the second thing was it actually was the day of our holiday party i worked all day i worked i worked like 13 hours that day and i had requested that day off from rehearsal i said i'm not gonna be available this day because i got this work event i'm gonna be working all day i'm be and they're like oh you can't come out at all afterwards and i like to be a team player so i'm like well i guess i could come afterwards and so after my 13-hour workday, I show up at rehearsal, and I'm literally falling asleep in rehearsal, mm. in yeah. music rehearsal, and I'm not being able to take anything. I'm being, I was being kind of a diva. Mm-hmm. Like, the music director is like, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, I'm like no. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to try this? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the break, I went to the stage manager. I said, remember I requested this off? I was like, this is why I think this is a bad idea. I'm not, I'm not getting out of the, anything out of this. And I think I feel like I'm pulling everybody else down. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Jerry, my Jerry minor, who's actually the star of our show. I told Jerry what happened. Jerry's like, Oh yeah. Don't, don't let them talk you into doing it like that again. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. You first. You first. So that's why I'm doing this, Dino. I'm re- I really, right. I'm, I would be no good to the show. I would no. be no good to either one of the shows and I'd be no good to my day job. If I, I just it, have man. nothing left. I get it. I get it. I get it. So and I, I and I listen to y'all when I'm not here. I know y'all can hold it down. Oh, we know. We know you listen. We know you're supporting us. I know you can hold it down. So we will be right here waiting for you when you get back. I just I just have to say my comments while I'm listening to y'all on my mm-hmm. earphones. <laughs> I was thinking about that because I know how you like to have your comments when you come back. I'm like, when Pip come back, he gonna have a lot of comments. Sometimes I do. I do. I sometimes I keep them in my phone. I like a little keep notes. Like I'm like, okay, we're gonna talk about that police officer. <laughs> Don't touch nobody titty. <laughs> Why they did. <dead. laughs> 
Officer Copperfield, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm with you, Dino. I, I don't. I don't think it's just like who got hurt, but I do think like as much. That's much worse to steal people money. Yeah, than yeah. touch a dead titty. Yeah. <laughs> he backed you in the corner on that one, <laughs> but he kind of was right on that. That's much much worse because I was thinking like, oh no, that's my money, and he just and he got he got off. He got off. Yeah, he got a slap on the wrist. Yeah, literally. Gets to keep his pension and everything. That's crazy. Mm. I That's was mad crazy. about it. I was mad listening to y'all. I was mad about it. Yeah. I hope, yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of which, I do have mm-hmm. a correction. That cop, he is a like a uh, uh, was a commander at in Inglewood, which is a, actually a section of Chicago as well. Oh, okay. Um, but the guy that fell asleep in the car is a different officer. Oh, really? That was the chief of police for the whole Chicago fi- police department, and the wow. mayor fired him. Why wow. Did, well, why did they mention that in the the story about because them? that because that just went down this past week and it was big news because this oh so because they were the, saying they were saying so the, the department is taking hits because of this guy and, and now because this of, guy yeah exactly okay thanks yeah, for that thanks for that the mayor fired the the chief of police just weeks before his retirement oh. because she's like he's been lying to me. Wow. And he made a fool out of me. He got drunk at this thing and was sleeping in his car yeah. and then he lied about something else. She's Which like, is no, drunk driving, by the way. We, and, and, and here in LA, even that's if drunk. you just sleeping at the wheel, dude, it's so bad that they can arrest you before you even get in your car for drunk driving. Damn. Yes. And 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 I that, I think it's a ridiculous. I understand that they're trying to to crack down on drunk driving, but I feel like that is like very very. Uh, they walk in a fine line mm-hmm. of 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 like the uh, was that the with the Tom Cruise M- Minority like, Report right, yeah thought thought police whatever yeah. I, there's a thousand and one reasons I could be going to my car drunk without the intent to drive right I could have left my laptop in there mm-hmm. I could need to get my registration for something to maybe I'm going to renew online mm-hmm. and I need my registration out of there maybe I left my my wallet or my wife left her purse or Danya's left her homework. Or there's groceries. In, I mean, you could be putting the, your emergency brake on. Who knows? There, there could be a million and one reasons that you go into your car. But yet, yes, they can arrest you in L.A. for drunk driving before you even get in your car. If you're asleep behind the wheel of your car, if you're just sitting in your car. Mm. Yep, they sure can. So if you're drunk, if you sit in the passenger side, are you Okay. I wouldn't take that chance. <laughs> I would think you, you know, logically, you you should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But they're so ridiculous with it. I wouldn't take that chance. I don't know the answer. Maybe uh, Uncle Pastor Powers, if he's listening to this episode, he could tell us because I'm sure he knows. But because uh, you know he plays a lawyer in real life, right? And uh, I don't know. But seriously, I wouldn't take that chance. I w- I would not. I would not take that chance. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Really ridiculous. It's yeah. Okay, so with that, it is time to get into our question of the week. All right, so we got a lot of good response for this one. A lot of, and then a lot of it, and it's all it's all you know. I've 
you know, uh, ripe with the time of year and everything. So the question is, for what are you the most grateful? Okay. First up the bat is our boy, the fourth member of the crew, Chaz Samuel Jr., saying, meeting my wife at the time I was mature enough to receive love and return it without conditions. Whoa, nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Chaz, uh, he speaks very, very highly and lovingly of his wife, Mm -hmm. you know, all the time. Yeah. So uh, shout out to him for that. That was nice. And LJ says, this is a tough one. Being adopted and given a chance at a great life or my daughter turning out fine after a rough start. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, this is like some real this is some real stuff here. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like speaking from the heart. Well, wait to the next one. Yeah, well, Momo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's Momo. Momo said fried chitlin hoagies. That's right. <laughs> that's some good eating. Mm. He goes, nah, seriously though. My lady and my kids, she got me out of a very dark place without knowing it. And my kids are a constant reminder to never get that low again. Dope. Oh man, that's that's her. Momo, if she don't know, man, you should tell her, dog. You should you gotta tell her. You gotta let her know. You know what I mean? It's cool to appreciate her, but you gotta let her know that you appreciate her. You know, you gotta tell her. Gotta tell her. Okay, uh Danielle says my children. They have proved to be my lifeline. I don't think my life would be the same without them. Mm. 100 and a heart. But Carl says, I'm grateful for the blessing God sends me every day. Sometimes they're just, sometimes they're the sneaky ones you don't see right away. Sometimes it's a simple case of right place, right time. Sometimes it's just a feeling that gets me through the day. It's easy to spot them in hindsight. Nice. Nice. This is this is some serious Hallmark stuff right here. Hallmark, you should be listening to this, and you could make some greeting cards out of some of these uh, responses. I'm serious. Y'all missing some money right here. Mm. <laughs> Tina says, most grateful to be alive. That's Simple right. and straight to the point. Word. Carl, uh, my buddy Carl says, family and health. Miss right. Gwen, shout out Miss Gwen. How you doing? Uh, Miss Gwen said, God, family, health, and retirement. Right. Shout out. Uh, my man Big O from the uh, the uh, in the Black podcast. He said, "My life." All right. Okay. Tanita said, "The Lord and the unconditional support of my family and friends." That's right. Bobby Holiday says, "Every day." Mm-hmm. All right. Shout out to Jason from the Jason and Mindy podcast. Jason, he says, my incredible wife, Mindy, the dreams we share and the ones we've turned into reality. And then Mindy from the Jason and Mindy show and from the, you know, Jason and Mindy marriage. Mm -hmm. She replies, uh, Jason, oh, he beat me to it. I'm incredibly grateful for Jason as well. To walk through this life with a best friend every day. I'm a very lucky girl. Aww. You guys trying to make me cry. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is so sentimental. I like it, though. It's great. Yes, amazing. This is great. Uh, Sherazar says, my son, 
the relationship we have in our conversations are the best. I'm grateful for the person he is becoming. I like that. I can relate to that because it definitely reminds me of me and Danya. Pam says, I am grateful for being alive. Shay Rock says, my life and my children. All right. Cousin JJ says, in a word, family. Mm. Tina Greenwood, shout out, Tina. Tina says, surviving brain aneurysm surgery with my long-term memory. Mm. I I have terrible short-term, which does suck, but I know my family. Remember the things like my son's first, my parents and grandparents. There was a very good chance that I wouldn't survive at all, and if I did, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even know my husband and family at all. Ugh. So, so grateful. Amazing. Yes, and we're grateful for you, Tina. Mm-hmm. We're grateful for you, your life, and all that you've been through, and for how you ride with us. We love you. Mm-hmm. And I see how easy it was just to do one thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Auntie Nina said that God saw fit to wake me up today and give me another chance to get this thing called grace. Mercy and kingdom living right. That's right. And her husband, Uncle Pastor Power, says, for being alive, intelligent, and curious in the fundamentally mysterious universe. Okay. All right. That was wonderful, guys. That was very mm-hmm. that, that that did my that did my heart good. That was a good one. That was great. I think this one one of my favorites. Like Well, I this, like anything with gratitude. You know, to hear just so much positivity and so much love and just gratefulness and just all that just so much at one time and just you know people putting it in and such nice words and just sharing their their heart and their feelings with us you know gratitude changed turned my world around on friday how's that i was super tired just exhausted mentally physically the whole thing and then i saw a video on rebecca jackson remember rebecca jackson we had on our show my old comedy partner yes i saw her youtube video that she did Uh, she's doing a show called the rebecca show with another woman named rebecca and they met at the women's theater festival and this one that she rebecca was going to direct a show and this woman auditioned for her and she really liked her she something stood out about her and they ended up working together because they just had a connection um, and now they're working together and having a great time. Well, that's how I met Rebecca. Rebecca took an improv class that I taught, and I thought something was special about her. And I was like, hey, you want to do a show together? And so I was like, I felt, I'm like, wow, look, that came all the way back around again. And it just made me feel really grateful. Like, I'm like, oh, I actually made a difference in somebody's life that made a difference in somebody else's life. Yeah. And that alone just turned my mood around. That's I was just grateful. Like, I was like, oh, I was glad I could be there for her so she could be there for somebody else. So are you using that for your answer this week? I am not. If I have okay. to pick an answer <laughs> as to where, like, what I, what I am most grateful for as of today, it's going to have to be my health. I've had some health issues on, okay. on and off for the last couple of years. I've never had health issues before. Mm-hmm. So I'm really grateful to be strong and healthy because I, now I know what it's like not to be. Mm-hmm. Word, bro. Okay, Dijon, what about you? What are you most grateful for? I am, aside from fried chitlin hoagies, I am most grateful for um, all the people around me, all my friends, all of y'all. So I'm the most grateful for that. Okay. Well, this is one time where I'm not going to, you know, try. I typically try to give an answer that somebody else didn't answer or that. But this is one of those things where, you know, you want to speak from the heart. 
So it, it might get repetitious or, you know, other people gave the same answer. But if it is, you know, really how you feel, you know, so that's what I'm going to go with. And it's similar to Dee Dee's and what a lot of other people said. Uh, you know, family and friends, good, good friends who are like family, including you guys here, you know, uh, fam, you know work family, work friends, uh, and then personal friends and family. That's, you know, my, my, my daughter and my wife, my extended family as well, just loved ones. I guess is the, the easy way to say it, loved ones, because for me, that's really the crux of the matter with life. You know, that's really what makes life go go around. And uh, I'm grateful for all of all of them, all of you all. And that's it, man. Do we have a question for next week? We don't. What about you want to keep something? It's, 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 it's December, it's the end of the year, and it's that warm and fuzzy time of year as well because the holidays we want to do. There's one from uh, Zhang's list. How about uh, uh, what quality? It's something about friendship. What, what do you look for? What quality of friendship do you look for? Do you know what I'm talking about, that question? Let me see. Huh. Uh, what is your, what, what do you value most in a friendship? Oh, oh, that's, that's nice. a good one. I like that. I like that too. All right, so we got it. What do you value most in what a friendship? What do you value most in a friendship? Mm. Wow, that's a, I have to think about that. Mm. I know mine. Big dick. Oh, Strong. wow. <laughs> Don't forget that. Strong. Strong. Okay. Good, strong dick. <laughs> wow, that's not the first thing that comes to my <laughs> mind, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to, you know, if that's where y'all at, okay. That's 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 cool. You know, closest, there's no there's no right or wrong answers. Right, right. My closest you know. friends are actually ladies. Although I'll tell you this about Jason. I know I won't. I'm gonna leave that alone. Oh. <laughs> I need you to get that sweater up off of him for me. The blue one with the whimsies on it. Oh, he just wore that yesterday. Oh, with the whimsies. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you value in a friendship? Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so um, uh, that's that's that is about it. That's about it. That brings the show to a close. No mail. No, we don't have any mail. Come on now, let's send us some mail, y'all. Yeah, no mail. Feedback. Getting in there. Slacking, slacking on this. We haven't had a voicemail a long time. Tina wrote in on one of ours. She tagged us in something that she said. Did she? She did. Well, I know she. T- well, she typically tags us on like when she makes a post on Instagram or Facebook or you know something like that. Yeah, but it was like some feedback about the last show. Was it? Oh, yeah, okay, it I must have missed that one. Yeah. If you can find it, let me but, see. Yeah. Let's go to Teensta. Well, if you want to leave a voicemail, we just we, we say the tag at the end of the show. But if you if you want to reach us, you can reach us at Twitter at the Shiznit Show. Uh, you can reach us uh, voicemail four two four two six one four eight seven eight, and makes it make it sexy. Make it sexy. <laughs> and then Tina Greenwood, shout out teen, uh, Teenster nineteen sixty seven on IG. Tina Greenwood. She said, "Oh my gosh, this is getting me." First, poor Dino with his sad medical <laughs> troubles, oh. but the insane antics with my girl Dejan Monique thinking The Walking Dead was coming to life. <laughs> Dino trying to assess to snitch. Oh my God, dying laughing. Pip Lily, you missed. Bubba, but these two, oh, you miss Bubba, like saying like that. Yeah. But these two today, 
podcast hysteria all these antics before the show wow as always making my monday night at work g-r-e-a-t my friends are awesome hashtag thank you tina and i'm so glad that you found that dijon and and read that because she posted it on her page right no i saw it and i forgot i wanted to um the that's the thing about ig it's unless i like remember it there's really no way for me to save it in yeah, yeah, show, yeah, so. yeah. Same here. That's why I just remembered. Right so, now. Um, yeah, I'm glad you did. And also, I didn't. I wasn't able to give. Uh, I didn't give people the update because I forgot. But uh, yeah, uh, no cancer, no cancer. Yay, no cancer. Mm-hmm. Yay, <laughs> no cancer. Yay. <laughs> oh yes, happy about that. And all the talk about health today, and and Pip, and being grateful for his health, and all that, and it still didn't remind me until you uh, read. Uh, okay, so um, thank you guys for. Checking us out in the chat. Uh, also, uh, Beat Break 87FM. Beat Break. Where uh, music and talk radio lives. Thank you, guys. Reach One Network affiliate for listening to us. And um, so for Dijon Monique. Just a girl in my world. For Pip Lily. Google me. Uh, Dino Reyes saying holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.